Hey there, welcome to Not Your Ordinary Girl, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hey there. So today I want to talk a little bit about one of the latest buzzwords I keep reading about and hearing about, and that is imposter syndrome. I've talked to several people lately, and actually the more I think about it, over quite some time. And I think that this is something that's been going on obviously for quite a long time, and they've just come up with a catchy phrase for it that's become very popular among social media and books and blog posts and articles and all kinds of things in quite a broad area of our life. I actually saw one about imposter syndrome with respect to parenting, as if parents don't have enough things to worry about without being concerned that they are parenting illegitimately on on some level. And I'm sure there are lots of very factual reasons why this is, but it makes me feel really sad for folks that we have so much to worry about in our lives that putting all this extra stress and burden on ourselves to question whether or not we're worthy of what it is we're doing in any area of our life is just one more reason to be stressed. So I want to talk a little bit about imposter syndrome and that topic as it pertains to your career. Obviously, there is lots of it that goes on with being an entrepreneur, starting your own business, striking out on your own, coming up with a new business model, business plan, coming up with your own gig, right? But it also happens quite a bit when you're working for other people, when you're caught up in your your career and you're, you're working your way up the ladder and you're being offered different opportunities for growth and advancement and ways to step outside your comfort zone. And I think that there are lots of ways that the stress we put upon ourselves to go further and faster and higher can really lend itself to amplifying those feelings. I'm sure you've heard the term fake it until you make it. And I I actually really kind of like that phrase. I know it's probably controversial. There's probably folks that love it and hate it. But I think that at the crux of it, if you take it at face value, that's meant not to be deceitful. It's meant to be more of a pep talk for yourself that, you know what, no one knows everything at any given time. And there are some times when in your career, you just have to kind of roll with the flow and roll with the punches, be quick on your feet and adapt. And that's kind of what I think the fake it till you make it means, at least to me. There's always going to be some situation that you haven't necessarily been prepared for right? No one is educated or trained for everything, every aspect of their career. And there are going to be times when you're going to have to think on your feet and just roll with it. And that's kind of what I think about when I hear fake it till you make it. But that kind of goes hand in hand with feeling like, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I'm not the right person for this job. Maybe I got promoted too soon. Maybe I'm not ready for this. All of those feelings of doubt 
that we feel when we're presented with an opportunity outside our comfort zone, an opportunity for growth or an improvement or to shine. But in reality, the chances are that you have already demonstrated some kind of growth or self-improvement or been shining somewhere before in order to have been presented with this opportunity. So this isn't new. This is just an expansion. It's just an advancement on what it is that you're already doing. However, in those situations that are outside our comfort zone and perhaps a little bit past our our expertise or a little outside our ballywick or whatever it might be, it can be less than comfortable and it can make us question our capabilities. I would suggest that you focus on three things, okay? Trust in yourself, have confidence, and do your very best. At a minimum, if you always keep those three things in mind, obviously on some level, you probably already had those things going on because you were able to get to where you are. You may not have realized that you had a little bit of self-confidence. You may not have realized that you were trusting in yourself. Hopefully you realized that you were doing your very best. But somewhere along the way, those already have taken place because you are getting into areas that are outside your comfort zone because someone has observed that you are worth taking a chance on. You are worth giving a little bit of extra responsibility to. You are worth getting a big project. You are worth taking the chance on having you demonstrate even further that you have this capability that you may or may not realize or believe in. If you do those things on purpose, trusting in yourself, having confidence, and doing your very best. Imagine how much further you could go even from here. If you're harnessing those and leveraging them and incorporating them daily into what it is you're doing. So here's where I'm going to twist this around for a minute. The definition of imposter is a person who pretends to be someone else. And my question to you would be, if you're feeling like an imposter... Are you feeling like an imposter because you're pretending to be someone that likes what it is that you're doing, who does the job you're doing because you think that you should like it, but you really don't enjoy it, you really aren't passionate about it, you really aren't excited about it? Now, it doesn't mean that you're not good at it. Obviously, we talked about the fact that you were presented different opportunities because you demonstrated that that is not true. If you're feeling like an imposter because you're unhappy in what it is you do, then that's a different discussion, right? And I'm not suggesting that you should abandon ship and and just be done with it. What I'm suggesting is perhaps the feeling of being an imposter for you is being driven because you're unhappy in what it is you're doing. There's a difference between feeling like you're doing something else than you should be because you don't enjoy it than feeling like you're not worthy. And when we talk about feeling like an imposter, there's there's two different ways that can go, right? And I think internally, it's very important to distinguish that. It's okay to feel like, maybe I'm not good enough for this, but I'm gonna work my butt off, I'm gonna learn what I need to know, and I'm gonna nail it, because I know I can do it, I'm a hard worker, I'm gonna bust my ass, and I'm gonna shine, and I'm gonna figure it out, and I'm gonna do everything I can to demonstrate that whomever placed that opportunity in front of me or that trust in me to demonstrate that I can do this realizes that they made a good decision when they tapped me for that. But then on the flip side, 
if it's the fact that you're pretending for something because you really don't like it, that's something you really should think about, right? We always talk about you got to pay the bills. You got to pay the bills. If it's your job and you have to do it, you have to do it. But if you're feeling like an imposter because you just truly do not enjoy, you do not like, you're not passionate, or you don't feel comfortable with whatever it is that you are being tasked to do, then that's a different thing. And that's something you really have to give some thought about. It doesn't say anything about your capability to do whatever it is you're working on, but it does say something about whether or not it's the right match for you. Be careful though. Be careful not to say that I'm not comfortable with this and this is not the right task for me because you're afraid of failure. If you're afraid of failure, you're not alone. Many of us try new things, we do different things, we get new projects, we get new opportunities, we try things. Oftentimes we fail, oftentimes we exceed, right? There's no guarantee that you're going to excel or flunk out of whatever it is that you're trying. The only thing you can do is have confidence, trust in yourself, and do your very best. At the end of the day, that's all you can do right? Be careful not to fall back on, well, this is probably not a good match for me because I don't like it because I don't know if I can be good at it. I'm a very sore loser. That whole concept of letting your kids or letting your nieces and nephews or or letting the neighbor kids win every once in a while to help build their confidence, I really struggle with that. I'm sure there's some psychological basis of this and parenting and whatnot, and I, you know, I, I'm not here to debate that. I'm just saying that for me, I find that really hard because I hate to lose. And it doesn't matter how small the person is that I'm playing Candyland against. I still hate to lose, okay? Now, obviously I'm joking, kinda, right? There's no project that I've ever taken on that I didn't want to do spectacularly. But that said, I can't win at everything. None of us can. There's always going to be something that we're not gonna get it completely right and we're going to have to course correct on some level. We're going to have to stop, rethink it, learn a little bit, learn from our mistakes, expand our knowledge and grow from there. And if I knew everything and never got anything wrong, never failed at anything, never lost at anything, imagine how we would feel because we had no idea what it felt like to lose to contrast that with how good it feels to win. Our careers are very similar in that. And recognizing within yourself that feeling like an imposter, feeling like you don't belong doing what it is you're doing because you lack a little bit of confidence or feeling a little bit uncomfortable about whatever the task is throwing your way and perhaps you need to do a little extra work on the weekend or do some extra research or talk to a mentor to learn some new skills. Talk to somebody who's done something similar so that you can grow and learn as you're doing it. As opposed to feeling like someone who doesn't deserve it because you don't like it and therefore you're not going to try because you don't want to lose. Those are very different things. And I think that it's important when we talk about imposter syndrome to really look within ourselves and determine why it is we're feeling like we're pretending. Okay? Because I certainly don't want you to shy away from a challenge saying that You feel like you're pretending because you're afraid that you're not going to achieve whatever amazingness 
you want. That's not a reason to not try. Now, again, back to the point that if it is something that you really can't stand, you really don't like, you really don't feel comfortable doing for whatever reason, then that is a whole different conversation. And that is something that you really should consider because if, if that's something that's going on, then obviously then you have some, some thinking to do about perhaps talking to your supervisor about maybe not giving you that, that task or opportunity if you can get out of it. Maybe it's time to think about another position, another job, another company, another career. However small or large the shift may need to be, only you know that. But please don't sell yourself short of great opportunities that you have no idea what the outcome could be just because you're afraid of not doing it well. The best you can do is give it your best. Now look, maybe you think it's too much too fast. Maybe you've bitten off more than you can chew. Maybe you think that whomever it was that offered you this opportunity had a little bit too much confidence and you think you know you best and you're just not going to be able to measure up to expectations. I get it. Sometimes these things can be detrimental to your career and you certainly don't want to sideline yourself. I would encourage you not to shortchange yourself if at all possible, but if you do have concerns about perhaps overextending and irreparably damaging your reputation or your advancement or your standing and trust with your supervisor, your team, whoever we're talking about here, then perhaps go back to the person who offered you this opportunity and see if there's some way to tweak it. See if there's some way to team with somebody else, shadow somebody else, mentor someone more senior, ask for more time. See if there is a way that you can delicately thank them for the opportunity and the trust and the confidence and Make sure that you are honest with them and explain that I really want to do this to the best of my ability. I want to make sure that whatever product it is that you're looking to get is as stellar as you expect it to be. But given the current circumstance, I have concerns about making sure that I am able to deliver that and this is what I need in order to do that. And then explain to them whatever you need. Perhaps you need some extra training. Perhaps you need some extra hours. However you describe it to them, the one thing I would really encourage you to do is to not go in and talk to them and say, I'm really not thinking I can do this. I don't think I'm going to be good at it. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think. Okay. You need to have confidence when you go in there because even as you're asking to adjust the opportunity You need to have confidence that you are making the right decision for yourself and for your organization, your team, your company, whatever, by explaining to them that you need to adjust the parameters of whatever the expectation is. Have confidence in your judgment and trust in yourself to make sure that you are doing the right thing. No one needs to know that you're feeling less than. They just don't. Save that. Share that at home. Share that with your best friend, your spouse, your dog, whomever, okay? That's not something that we need to go into work and share all over, okay? The the effects of something like that are much more long-term. And you don't know when you would get the next opportunity again, and you may instantly regret when you see how well you could have done it on your own, rather than asking for help. 
and then you may not get that chance again. I'm not saying be dishonest. I'm not saying uh, be sneaky about it, but I am saying hold some of those cards close to your vest, okay? If you are not feeling completely comfortable with the opportunity, that's totally fine. That's up to you. That's your decision to make, but it doesn't need to be broadcast for everybody within your professional world all of the details about why. Perhaps you may be concerned about something really simple and it turns into nothing and you have great opportunities moving forward from that, but you have broadcast that you're not capable of doing something and this will really set you back. Again, these are all general answers, but you get the point. Be careful about how much information you share about why you are lacking the confidence or why you're feeling like you're not the right person for whatever it is you may be doing. Because you may find yourself in the very near future being that right person and having that confidence and trust in yourself to want that opportunity. And you certainly don't want to accidentally sabotage yourself from that opportunity. So always be thinking big picture, okay? Look, at some point when you got this opportunity, you must have thought somewhere that it was worth it to at least give it a shot, or you would have just turned it down from the minute, okay? Perhaps you were too afraid to turn it down, but if you really were sure there was no way you could do it, you probably would have said, whoa, wait, wait, wait. I don't know if I'm the right person. Talk to so-and-so down the hall right? So at some point during that discussion, when you got this great opportunity, you had to think somewhere, maybe I could do this. Maybe this is something I could do. Maybe I could figure this out. Maybe I could learn to do it. Maybe I could talk to whomever so-and-so and and they'll help me through it. Somewhere deep down, you kind of wanted it a little bit. Otherwise, you would have flat out said no. Even if you don't make it a huge success, Even if your first time out of the gate or 10th time out of the gate or 30th time out of the gate isn't the huge success that you think it is, at the end of the day, as long as you can say, I did my very best, then you should be able to sit back and think, you know, I gave it a shot. I tried my best. I leveraged every opportunity around me. I used all of my resources. I reached out wherever I could, and I did my very best. Could I have done it differently the next time? Could I improve upon that model? Could I change things? Could I do it better? Probably. Even when we're wildly successful, there are always ways we can recalibrate and adjust the way we do things, right? But as long as you can say, I trusted in myself, and I had the confidence to do my very best, there's not much more people can ask for. And I recognize that there are lots of careers out there that are results driven. And sure, you may not have achieved the results that you were looking for. Okay. And hopefully it's not detrimental and you're able to roll things back and make adjustments and improve upon whatever it is that you're working on. But at a minimum, the person who offered you the opportunity to shine should know that you gave it your all. And perhaps you weren't up to the task. Perhaps you weren't ready for it. And that's not all on you because someone else took a chance on you too. You can't shoulder that all yourself. You have to share some of that because someone else took the chance on you and all you brought to the table was your very best effort. Perhaps you learned something in the, in the course of action. Perhaps you, you didn't. 
Perhaps you learn that, you know what, the next time they come and offer me something like this, I'm just going to say no because it was way too many hours, way too much aggravation, way too much babysitting, whatever. At a minimum, you learn something, even if it's the negative of what not to do next time, right? Here's the thing. I believe that pretty much anything in our lives is possible if we try hard enough, if we look broad enough, if we leverage whatever friends, family, colleagues, mentors, support that we can find. The internet is an amazing thing. There are so many tools at our disposal to do pretty much anything. I think that if we gave ourselves a little bit more credit every once in a while when we didn't feel like we could do it, imagine how much further we could all get if we had just a little bit more confidence in ourselves instead of instantly going to that place of no 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 that's not me I can't do this I've never done that before I don't know how that's done I'm not I'm not an expert in this I haven't learned that yet I'm not ready for this give it a shot perhaps it'll take a little extra legwork but perhaps you'll just get it perhaps you'll learn something along the way about yourself, that you can go the extra mile and learn whatever it is that you need to learn to excel in whatever this new opportunity is. Perhaps you'll learn that you can't. Perhaps you'll learn that it's something you just don't like, don't care about, don't want to do, aren't passionate about. And even that in and of itself is good because won't you always wonder, what if? What would have happened if I had tried? I wish you all the best in whatever you're working on. I have confidence in you, and I think that you can do it. Have a great day. All right, so thanks for tuning in to Not Your Ordinary Girl. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to notyourordinarygirl.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or feedback, and please go ahead and recommend it to your friends. Until next time, remember to always stand up and be confident, stand by all that you do and say with integrity, and stand out, because after all, there's only one you.